Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Hey, this is your humble host, Delta, back in action. Midnight Prayer Watch fam, what's good, y'all? I just want you all to know that it is real out here. And what did I say in the drop earlier? before um, when we were in sabbatical time about who do you have around you and is that person setting you back? And that's where tonight's prayer point about friendship is coming from, is how important it is to make sure that the company that you keep is in right fellowship with you. And that friendship is just so important. I think it's really it's been attacked and, and diminished the true value of covenant friendship because of the age of social media, because of the age of distancing and not gathering and not really understanding how do you cultivate a true relationship that's not built on the principles of you do this for me and I'll do this for you. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That's what we're going in on tonight, y'all, because there's so many counterfeits. Oh, and anybody heard that word in the spirit? Hello, somebody. Counterfeits that are out here. I think, uh, let's see, the, the young kids call them, um, uh, uh, they capping for each other and they capping for the wrong thing. We're going to get into intercessory prayer. All right. So uh, let us get into this. Oh, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, I just thank you for another time to intercede on behalf of your sons and daughters, that you have brought them here for a reason, Lord, that you have created this safe space for us to receive your spirit and walk in spirit and in truth, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you are right now striking hearts with conviction to come back to you, Father, with conviction to come into agreement with what you have called on people's lives. Lord, your sons and daughters are calling out to you. And Father, we just ask that you would stir up right now, Father, that you would bow down heavens and that you would meet us, Lord, with your with your goodness, with your mercy, Father. You are a merciful Father and your mercy endures forever. Lord, with even your uh, uh, your your angels from heaven that war on our behalf. Father, you said in your word that you give your angels charge over us, lest we dash our foot against a stone to keep us in all our ways. Father God, we ask for your warring angels right now to shift into the atmosphere, to shift with a supernatural shifting that we could feel, Father God, that we could feel the shifting taking place, Father, and that they would be shifting out anything that is disrupting, that is intercepting, that is uh, creating any confusion, Father God, in the spirit or in the natural, that's stopping them from receiving that which you have already predestined for them to receive. Lord, thank you for creating and arresting this supernatural atmosphere for us right now to intercede on the first Tuesday of 2021, Father God, midnight prayer watch, this midnight hour, Father God, that you have said that is 
an hour where we should watch and pray lest we fall into temptation, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that temptation is being stopped in its tracks right now, Lord. Oh, we are taking hold of temptation. You spirit of temptation, you are being stopped in your tracks. We are cutting you off at the knees right now because we are watching and praying in the same time in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, right now, Father, that you are just striking hearts, Holy Spirit, that you have already touched hearts that you have pricked hearts, but that you are striking hearts once again with the sense of urgency that's required for people to turn and repent, to turn and and take on a lifestyle of repentance, not to play games with repentance, Lord, not to play and act as if they want to be on your side one day, but they want to be doing what they will the other day, Lord, but that they would turn over their full life to you, their whole life to you, God, that they would be able to receive that lifestyle of repentance, Lord. Right now, we call it forth in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for everyone that is coming into agreement right now with you, Father. You have said that the day is drawing near. And if we haven't seen the signs and the miracles and the wonders that are showing us that you are making your presence known, that you are calling your children forth so that everyone has an opportunity at eternal life, Father, this is that season. Lord, I pray that even now that you are touching hearts, that you are striking minds, Father God, of anything that would cause confusion, anything that would cause interruption, Father God, in the spirit, Father, so that minds will be clear, the haziness and fog would be demystified right now, and all that's left is your voice, Father, that they would hear you clearly, Lord, and they would know this is that time to make a decision to make a decision today on whether or not they are for you or they're against you, Father, because you said in your word that if God is for me, who can be against me? Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for even taking my tongue, Father, for putting me in a position, Lord, to allow your words to flow through me, Holy Spirit. Oh, take hold of my tongue, Father, for you said in your word, we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but you, Holy Spirit, intercede on behalf with groanings. You intercede on our behalf with groanings and in intercession, Father. We ask right now that you would just take hold, Lord, of hearts and intercede on behalf of those that may not even know how to begin to pray, that may not even know how to begin to to admit their sins, Father, to confess their sins to you. We ask that you take hold of tongues, Lord, and that you crucify that fleshly tongue, Father God, and that you create that spiritual words that comes out of their mouth, Father, that you take hold of that wicked tongue right now and make it subject to you, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, Lord, that that tongue would not defile that mouth, ever again in Jesus' name. We call it forth in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that even now, Father, you are just doing a new thing inside of people, inside of your children. Father, you are doing that new thing, creating new wine into new wineskins, Father. You are pouring out your spirit like never before, Father. And we 
declare and decree that we are here to receive it, Lord. And we're asking for an extension of our bodies, Father. We're asking for our bodies, our minds, our will, our soul, our emotions to be stretched, Lord, because what you have for us is too much right now for us to even hold, Father, that the the wineskins that have been created that are new, Lord, that they would be stretched to be able to receive all that you have for us, Lord. We ask for that stretching right now, Father. We ask, Father God, because you are limitless. You are boundaryless, Father God. There is no ceiling, Lord, that could cap you, Father God. There is no extension, Father God, that you could even be measured off of, Father. You don't even fit into our metric system, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Father God, even now that you are calling forth your children to do great and mighty things in your name, Father, that even now that that fruit is being born, Father, that seasons have come and that in their season, this fruit, Father God, that you have called to come forth is being birthed right now in the spirit first and then in the natural, Lord, we call it forth. We call forth that fruitful manifestation right now, Father, in your name, Lord, I thank you, God, that you have just given us an opportunity to see your face. Oh, Lord, that we would not be fixated on what you do for us. Abba, oh, Abba, help hearts to understand it's not what you do for us. It's not what you called as promises for us, Father, but it's just to be in your presence, Lord just to be known by you, Abba, just to be in your countenance, Father, that your face would shine on us, Lord. That's it. That's all, Father God, that we need, Lord, to live a fulfilled life. God, thank you, Lord, that even now that people are understanding in a new way that you are pouring out a new understanding, a new wisdom on them, Father, to receive that it's not about what you're asking for, but it's about you, Father God. Thank you that we would only desire you. And because of our desire for you, we receive the inheritance, Father God, of just being your children, of just being in your midst, Father God. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you have knitted us together in the spirit, Father, that you have called us your friend, Jesus, and that We were your friends when you decided to die for us. Lord, help us to realize if there's anyone in our lives that we have in our French circles that we call friends that we would die for, Lord. Help us to understand these relationships this season, Father God. Help us to identify any counterfeits, Lord, in your name, Christ Jesus. Father, I ask for right now that you would just take hold of every single person under the sound of my voice, Father, that is looking for you to intercede in their relationships, Father, in their friendships, Abba, that's looking for you to intercede, Father God, even in in the things in which they're desiring to know more of you in, Father. I ask, Lord, for just deliverance to take hold, Father. You are the lifter of our heads and you are our redeemer, Father. Lord, I thank you for this time of intercessory prayer, Father, and we just seal it, Lord. We seal it all because, oh, it was Holy Spirit, only you out here that's interceding on behalf with groanings. 
Father God, we seal it with your precious blood, Christ Jesus. Seal it against any attack of the enemy. Seal it from any doubt, from any uh, distraction, from any interruption, any interception, any demonic frequencies right now. We seal this prayer, Father God, as we enter into your throne room and we ask for you to be the only one to receive it in our secret place, Lord. And it's in your mighty, precious name, I pray, Christ Jesus, Yahshua HaMashiach, amen. Woo, <laughs> yes, y'all. Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, I just I just felt something there that I had to take hold. Oh, that was Holy Spirit that was taking hold. That wasn't me. I, I'm not even going to claim it. Holy Spirit was taking hold right then. Okay, so I I, I just want to go back because I know the prayer point tonight is about friendship, okay? But I want you all to understand that uh, uh, this is this is funny for me. <laughs> when, I, when I was thinking about Holy Spirit saying it's about friendship, and I don't know about anybody else, uh, but there's this song out here that came to my mind when Holy Spirit said friendship, and I was like, oh, friends, how many of us have them? Okay, anybody know Houdini out here in these streets? Okay, maybe it's just me. I don't know. Um, a lot of my uh, friends like to say I'm old school. So, hey, what can you do? I just can be me. So when you talk about who is in your circle, right? And we we dropped this during the sabbatical time at the end of last year is uh, what do you have or who do you have in your life that is setting you back? And so now it's, it's clicking for me because I'm like, oh, Holy Spirit has been setting this up since last year. Is who do you have in your life, in your friend circle, that may be setting you back, that may be influencing you negatively to not walk in the purpose that the Lord has called you to walk into? Or that may be creating that doubt, that may be telling you about yourself about your own self, your own identity, like, nah, nah, sis, nah, you, you know you're not a public speaker. Like, oh, bro, come on now. You know you, you, your way is not even cool for that video show, okay? You know you can't even get on YouTube. You know you, know you can't even speak without stuttering. Oh, oh, that, that sounds just like Moses counting himself out. When he said the Lord was like, okay, you about to, you know, set everybody free. And then you're going to be the one in front of Pharaoh telling Pharaoh, yeah, so what, what are we about to do here kind of thing. And Moses was like, Me? what? I, how can I do this? Like, I got a speech impediment. You know, I'm a little slow. Oh, and then what did the Lord do? Look, this is, this is why I love God so much. He got tight, <laughs> Moses. He was like, I am who I am. Who are you to tell me? I created you with all of that. So let, let's think about this, okay? Do you have somebody that is naysaying in your circle who is stopping you from even walking in agreement in your mind with what the Lord is saying you need to do? Think. Let's really think about Let's marinate on this, okay? Because... It's so important. Like I, I had mentioned, um, I think I said earlier before we went into intercessory prayer, like it's super important who 
is in your company, who is in your circle, your outer and your inner circle. Okay, because I know there there's this thing. Okay, when I when I think about friendship, um, and this is is this is something that I'm growing in as well. So we're walking through this together. I'm thinking about associates, which is people that I know of and they may know of me, but we haven't really had time to kick it or we haven't had time to like chop it up or nothing like that. But it's like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember you from such and such like that. That's an associate, right? And then you have people that maybe you work with and that are cool at work and you're like, oh yeah, that's my work friend, but you haven't really like chopped it up with them outside of work. Like you know, you might kiki in the workplace and you might, you know, say a few jokes or go to lunch and stuff, but there's no relationship outside of work. And then you have people that like know you know you. <laughs> like I I work with you and you know my family. You know, I invite you to barbecues when we had barbecues back in the day. I got think COVID friendly. I invite you to Zoom meetings. <laughs> I invite you to, uh, you know, like maybe we talk and I just catch up and make sure you good, you're living good, everything's good, the family's good. Those are like, okay, outer circle friends, right? And then you've got like the inner circle friends, like, okay, girl, like help me pick out this outfit and it's Tuesday. Or let me tell you what I'm eating for breakfast uh, because I want to get your opinion on this new um, this new, uh, I don't know, impossible burger thing that I got from the store. Like the inner circle friends, the people that are on your day-to-day, like they're not getting the top 10 highlights. They're getting the play-by-play. And then obviously you have your family. So that was like four or five different layers, right? <laughs> so that was my interpretation of friendship. And then I went out and I was like, okay, maybe I need to understand this a little bit further in what it says in the word. And then it just became so simple. I'm like, why do we make this so hard? And from a friendship perspective, what Holy Spirit was saying to me when I did this study last year is that we are making it hard because friends and the definition of friends has been diluted. Like, let's think about this, right? The Lord called us his friend. While he was walking the earth, he called us all of his friends with his disciples, with anyone that he ministered to. He was like, we're, we're all friends. We're all connected, right? And then he said that he would go to the cross, lay down his life for his friends, not for his boo, not for his bae, not for his shorty. Not for his uh, co-worker, his friend. So when I thought about that, I was like, dang, we got it like real messed up in the game. Like we done took the word friend. Like think about think about Facebook, right? And you think about Facebook as being like the worst of the outer circle, what I had just described from an associate, le- like probably less than the associate level where I started, where it's like somebody sends you a friend request. And you're like, I don't even know who this person is. How did you even how did you even know to look me up? Like, where did this come from? So <laughs> although there's this element of social media that gives you an opportunity to connect with people that you've never met before, you never would have met otherwise, because the internet is this worldwide thing. But 
if you think about how it says this person is your friend, it's like, are we really using the word friend as the Bible has called it to be? Like, if I said, based on what Jesus did for his friends, that I would lay down my life for all of my Facebook friends, uh-uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> negative, not I. And I think there's a lot of you all that would agree with me because the terminology and definition of friend has been diluted. And so that that's one of the things that I think has really been on my heart lately is how many of us have them. And so if you think about right now, who I originally said is in your friend circle today, and if you take that person in your mind and you say, X person, would I die for them? Yes or no. And based on how the Lord has already given us example of Jonathan and David, of Naomi and uh, uh, who was the other one with Naomi? Ruth, Ruth and Naomi, and even with Mary and Elizabeth and all of those friendships that he has completely characterized for us in the word have all been full of love, of sacrifice, and all of them have had that component of, I would die for you. So there, there's something there that Holy Spirit is going, is, is said to me, is going to marinate in our spirits, is really taking account of this friendship thing, because there's so many, there's so many people that take for granted this word, myself included, as I'm continuing, like I said, to walk and chew in this with you together as we understand like what is this counterfeit friendship that we have created on social media how many counterfeits are out there that we don't even know that we have come into agreement with because we are not knowledgeable in the word i didn't want to use the word ignorant but that's pretty much what it is that we are ignorant in what is saying the word and that's that the the Lord says in the word of, you know, my people will die of ignorance because we we are just not up on what should be done. And that that's that's the thing that is is creating the sense of urgency for all of us is that if we really and truly want to walk this thing out, we really want to walk in spirit and in truth. We really want to say, Lord, send me, Lord, use me. We have to understand that there is a standard that the Lord has called us to. And we've got to come into agreement with that and and walking in this. um, And this is a definition of just being a friend. So I have in my mind, I'm still like, I don't know if anybody else, if I did it to you, my bad. But right now, my mind, the song is playing in my mind, friends. How many of us have them? Let's be friends. Okay. (laughs) Ones we can depend on. So let's really think about that, y'all, as we think about friendship. And then I wanted to drop a couple of scriptures here because you already know I got to make sure that we washed in the word. So as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. And so one of the things that you may also think about when you think about a friendship is 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 it is a friend this is the person that I would would go to the polls with because we all we in election season here in Georgia again apparently and is this person 
would I still be a friend to someone that votes Democrat when I'm a Republican? I'm going to just leave that there. So as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. It's not the friend, like it. a friend is not someone that's just going to say, yeah, sis, that outfit looks really good on you. And then you take pictures when you go out with her and you looking like, you know, my role was hanging all out the side of my shirt with that thing on. Like, why didn't you say something? Or or somebody's looking, I hate this. I think everybody's had this happen. I hate this. So let's say you went to lunch, right? And obviously you go to lunch, you got something stuck in your teeth that's very clearly visible for everybody to see. You know, went through the whole day talking to everybody, all up in their face, kicking, having meetings at work, having Zoom calls and everything. You know, you might have been cheesing at the security guard, whatever. And not one person told you, yo, bro, you got something in your teeth, sir. <laughs> you might want to check that out in the bathroom or something. Or or somebody lets you go and let's say um, like your, your, the tag of your shirt is hanging out. Like some very simple things, but people just don't have like, I don't even know what we call it. Like nobody really values doing something for someone unless it comes back to them. When did we get to this point? How did this happen? So I just want you all to understand, like, it's you got to sharpen each other when it comes to friendship. It's not just about the easy conversation, but it's about the real, hey, you know, when you said that when we were at the New Year's Eve party the other day, um, you know, that really hurt my feelings. Like, let's talk about this because I thought we were better than that. Or are you just going to leave her on read only? For the rest of your life. Hello, somebody. Am I touching somebody's heart tonight? All right. So then we got, for if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Ecclesiastes 4.10. So in that one, that is just about people that, you know, I, I think I, I've, I've dealt with this in the past of being an introvert. And I think introvert is a nice name um, that the world has made up for you to feel like it's okay to be alone. When the Lord did not say it was okay to be alone. What did he say in Genesis to Adam? It's not good for man to be alone. I mean, that was so clear and direct. It's not good for man to be alone. Why did we make up this terminology of introvert? Where did this come from? I don't understand. But I just want you all to understand that it's clear in the word that introvert is not okay. It's not okay to be alone. So, and that's not how you were designed. You were created after God's image and God has created you to be in community. And so this particular part of the word talks about woe to the person who is alone, because when you're alone, nobody's going to be there to help you. So that's why we have to make sure that we know not only the company that we keep and who's in our circle, but also that we're not so protective of our circle that we're not letting anybody in. Like, uh, we don't want to have those standards high to a point where we're, we're, we're find ourselves shut in and reclusive and 
um, like a hermit in a mountaintop growing a crazy beard. So uh, the other one I, I wanted to drop to you all really quickly is 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. So this one is interesting because I get this a lot when it comes to wanting to be around. For, for instance, in, in my case, I want to be around believers, but I also know that there is a call for me to be around non-believers because the Lord's light needs to touch them uh, through me for me to be a conduit for them to see him living in me and want more of him, right? So then it's like, but I can't be hanging out in the club with my unsafe friends. I can't be, uh, um, obviously we shouldn't be clubbing during COVID-19 anyway, but I can't be like um, kikiing on the Zoom meetings and, um, you know, having these like thirst sessions with Man Crush Mondays with my fellow non-believing friends because, you know, they want to be all in temptation and lust. I can't be doing that. Um, and then, you know, when it comes to to uh, um, brothers in Christ, you can't be out here, um, you know, watching uh, the the soft porn hub or whatever channel on on the Internet just because your your brother um, from college sent you a link and was like, hey, bro, what you think about this shorty? No, no, we can't. Because so so here here this one is a little bit more clear. Don't be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. So as much as you are striving for a Lord, uh, a walk with the Lord that's strong, as much as you are striving for your faith to touch your unsaved friends and to, to just do something inside of them that they want to be just, just like you, this, this doesn't mean that you got to be around them all the time. Like, like there's a, there's a distance, a healthy distance, I would say. And I'm pretty sure we all know because Holy Spirit inside of us will convict us. It's like, okay, you, you really going to be out here with them doing this? Okay. Okay. This is what you want to do, but it's going to corrupt you. So not only are you going to be in a place where you're going to be putting yourself uh, at risk to have the devil attack you, um, but you're also... The other thing is you're also going to be um, uh, your tolerance for it's going to be affected. And that's one of the things that I've seen a lot of, not just in my life, but also in in those that we see that struggle um, in trying to be in the world and help the world. But you in the world. So how can you help the world when you look just like the world and you are in the world? But but when are you outside of the world again? Th- that's all I'm saying. So, hey. Anybody that hasn't been on here with me, just know we keeping it real. All right. So I just thank y'all again. I mean, it has just been a labor of love. Oh, my goodness. It has been uh, a place where I say every prayer watch that we know that Holy Spirit and the presence of God is all up and through midnight prayer watch and your prayers are being answered. But I definitely want everybody to understand that there is a savior. If you have never heard of Jesus or if you've heard of him, but you're just like, I, I got to get on this because I'm feeling the conviction. The sense of urgency is now. And I just want you to know that it don't take much. 
It only takes for your heart and your words to come into agreement. You believe in by faith that you are receiving the Lord as your personal savior in Jesus. And so I want to walk anybody through this in this prayer for salvation. If you are, are in that space right now, just recite this with me. God, I come to you asking for forgiveness. I confess that I am a sinner in need of a personal savior. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, paying the penalty for my sins. And he was raised from the grave and is alive right now. I confess you as Lord over my life. Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. In your name, we pray. Amen. Thank you. Oh, yes, Jesus. Thank you for being a part of this time of this prayer watch hour. Yes, as we move into the next hour, Lord, I thank you for that person. It only takes one, Abba. It only takes one, Yahshua, to just accept you into their life and their heart. And we know, and we are rejoicing. We know that we're rejoicing in agreement with all the angels. It says in the Bible, all of the angels in heaven rejoice when just one, when just one soul is saved. So we are rejoicing in agreement with heaven right now. Yes, we are so happy. And I'm just telling y'all that I know there's so many people that have said to me that they have had some things happen, that there have been some supernatural, extraordinary prayer requests, praise reports, testimonials. So I'm just asking you all stay in touch with us. I told y'all earlier, we received prayer requests all throughout, not just during the watch, but if you, if you're like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, send us your prayer requests on at Midnight Prayer Watch, Facebook and YouTube. Stay in touch with us. Stay connected. Um, Even if you have a testimonial praise report, I'm so happy to hear the praise reports that I've received just because people have have just had their hearts shaken, y'all. I mean, it literally is just been a shaking that's taking place. I know that the spirit of the Lord is doing some work in this season. And this new season that we're entering into, the season where it's only division that we're seeing, the season where it's so much change, we don't even know if we can stomach it anymore. Oh my goodness, it's only the move of God that can preserve us. It's only a move of God that can keep us safe, that can keep us protected and preserved in a way where, trust me, your minds will be blown. All of our minds will be blown. And I'm telling you that we just want to hear from y'all if there's anything that's on your heart to share. This is just an open forum. So stay in touch with us, everybody. I know there are so many of you all that are hungry, that are thirsty, for those things that you don't even know how to put into words, but the Lord, the spirit of the Lord is raising a standard against the enemy that's coming in like a flood against your life. And all you have to do is invite him in. All you have to do is come into agreement with the tools and the equipment that he's already giving you to receive it. So I thank you guys again. Oh my goodness. I thank y'all. Stay Stay connected, y'all. Stay in prayer, everyone. Stay in prayer for our country in in the states. Stay in prayer for your governments. 
in the other countries that are in because we are we are all connected and we're all um, we're all bound and woven together as a body as a full body of Christ. It says in the word that a three strand cord is not easily broken. And so we need all the strands we can get everybody. Anybody feel me. So thank you guys again. Um, your humble host, Delta. Everybody stay up, stay aware and alert and stay washed in the word. <laughs>